Hello and welcome to the Brazilian BA guests. We have different uh, experts here every week talking about different subjects related to business analysis. If you're not yet subscribed to this channel, please subscribe it on YouTube, the Brazilian BA, and click on the bell so you are going to be awarded about new videos. Today, I have a very good friend of mine as a guest, my friend Trent Leopold. Hello, Trent. Thank you hey, for coming. Hey, Fabricio. <laughs> Hello from Dallas, Texas, in the United States, all the way to Brazil. <laughs> yes, and to the world, because we have yes. a very good group of, uh, of people watching us here. So, Trent, I have a nice question for you for something that I know that you are an expert and you have been studying this very much. It's about neuroscience. How yes. can neuroscience be applied to the business analysis mindset? Well, Fabricio, that's an excellent question. And it really has a lot to do with everything that we do as business analysts. You know, the mindset is something that is sort of an intangible thing that we we, we think about, right? But when we, when, we, when we use that term, think about, we actually think about everything that we do. Every process that's done in any organization, it begins with the human mind about the way that the human is thinking about something. So we have two different kinds of mindsets, right, Fabricio? One, it would be what we call the individual mindset, okay, that comes from an individual person. And then we have a collective mindset that may be more like what a, how a culture thinks about things together, okay? So I know, for example, there in Brazil, you guys really have a mindset around soccer, right? Am I right about that? <laughs> you would be right, but not every Brazilian. I'm terrible in soccer, but but you're right. And I, I always like to talk about the business analysis as a mindset, as, a, as this collective way of thinking that you were mentioning, as a culture for everyone who practices business analysis. Okay, yes. And so when we think about the mindset collectively, it's important to think about two different things. Number one is that it's always changing, okay, depending on various factors. And in fact, we know from our work in the laboratory, and by the way, Fabricio, just so our viewers know, I'm involved with a long-term research project that's going to go on for the next decade, where I actually go inside of a machine that measures how my brain is thinking periodically, okay? And so we learn things in, these, in this machine. It's called a functional magnetic resonance imaging machine. And we learn things in the laboratory about how the brain works, okay? And so collectively, we know that our brains, when we're in a room together with people, with other people, or even on a video like we are here today, the two of us, we know that our brains actually are communicating on a subconscious level, a subconsciously, with each other, okay? And we're not even aware of how our brain is processing information on a subconscious level because what we're aware of is called the conscious level, right? right. So it's important for business analysts, it's, it's really, it's, it's vitally important for business analysts to understand that human beings have this thing called a mindset, okay? And it's, and it's conscious and it's also subconscious. And then, once we understand that fundamental thing, we can look at the different tools and techniques that we're learning that are coming out of the laboratory about how the human brain works best, okay? When we look at a business process, 
a person's perception of that process is just that, okay? It's their perception of that process. And we know in business analysis that a lot of times what we're trying to do is we're trying to foster change. We're trying to foster change around processes to do what, Fabricio? To make them better, right? To continuously make things better. And we as business analysts, when we're able to effectively do that, we can actually contribute to making society in general better because we're continuously making things better in this fluid state of a mindset that's continuously changing, whether we're talking about an individual or a culture or a group of people. And so some of the techniques, Fabricio, I'd like to share with you and some of the latest things that we're just, we're just learning within the last year or so coming out of the laboratory, okay? Uh, first of all, one of the things that's vitally important for us as business analysts to, to really recognize going forward for, for our work in the years ahead is that mental health, okay, is a serious problem in the entire world. Uh, and, and the reasons behind that as to why mental health is such a serious problem is, uh, you know, is, there, there's lots of science behind that as to why that is. But we know that one in four people in the next 20 years is going to be diagnosed with some sort of dementia or Alzheimer's. That's 25% of our population. Wow. And we just learned within the last two or three months, we just learned a study that came out, a, a, an international study, Fabricio, based on the vaccine for the virus, okay? We know that people who are experiencing what's called long COVID, and you can look up that definition later on Google or something, we know that over 50% of those people are becoming delusional of some, with, in, in some degree or another. So it's up to us as business analysts to recognize the fact that we, we are going to be working with people that are going to be increasingly, what I'm going to use the term, mentally challenged going forward. Okay, so, we, so that's really important for us within context to recognize that in the years ahead that we're going to be working with, with people in that, in that realm, okay? So that's the very latest out of the laboratory, Fabricio, is about this whole idea of the mental challenges that we're going to be dealing with. We need to try to make society better within the context of this mental health crisis that's, being, uh, uh, that's, uh, that's upon us now, okay? Now, one of the things, and this is really one of the basic things that we've learned, and this has come out, some of the science that's come out of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration in the United States, those are the people that fly rockets to the moon and things. Uh, we have learned that people are not very effective at multitasking, okay? People can really only effectively think about up to four, five, or maybe six things at one time. When they get beyond that, they're not able to think about the topic that they're trying to focus on effectively. Now, that is really something, that's one takeaway that we can, we can remember as business analysts when we're working with our stakeholders. We can work to try to focus them in on thinking about the task at hand instead of everything else that they're worried about at the same time. And that sounds like something really very simple, Fabricio, but... It, 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 when you stop and think about it, if we're talking about a business process, like for example, let's just pick something you know at random here. Let's talk about, for example, 
somebody's talking about a process for how to make a new pair of blue jeans, okay, with a with a new fashion zipper on it that doesn't require, uh, it's, it's a conventional zipper. Let's just say that. I mean, this is really just a wild uh, thing here that I'm coming up with. But let's say we're working on a business process of how to sew or how to in, incorporate these new zippers into pairs of blue jeans, okay? We have stakeholders that we're going to be working with that are used to working with sewing machines. They're used to working on meeting deadlines. They're used to working with different kinds of materials, different sizes of pants. We have to focus them in on one thing, just the zipper about those pants, not the machines they work with, not their time frame, not the different materials they work with or the different sizes of pants. We want to focus them in on the zipper. Okay. And so we, we have to re try to help them remove all those other things that they're thinking about and think about that one process of the zipper. And that's, and that's where we help the mindset, okay, of the stakeholders we're working with to focus in on just one thing instead of all the other things that are ancillary to the one topic that we're trying to focus them in on so that we can remove that multitasking from their mindset, okay? So that's one thing is, is removing the multitasking. Okay. Let me try to wrap up some, some good stuff that you said. So you can correct my understanding. Let me see okay. if I understand it right. So okay. you started talking that the mindset can be individual or collective. We are more, mostly talking about collective mindsets as the BA mindset. But uh, you also said that in the, in the individual mindset, a lot of people is carrying a lot of disease or disturbs in their mindset due to, to, to COVID, for example, or for other problems, people are losing their attention because of the current way that people live. And so as a business analyst, we should be aware about these different mindsets that we are dealing with. When we are analyzing our stakeholders, we have to understand not as we are used to think about that, that they have different needs and they have different expectations, but they also have different mindsets. And exactly. to deal with them, I have to understand their mindset, their possible issues that they have in their mindset and try to, to, to make life easier for them. So you gave us a very good hint of, uh, right now that is focusing on one stuff at, at a point. So, so helping them to focus in a single stuff and not a lot of stuff. And I like very much the business analysis techniques for that, because if you are like developing a process model, you're focusing on a process model. If you're developing a, a decision model, it's another topic or a data, data model, another topic. So, so you can focus on one thing and separate things. I believe that's exactly. very and, and, the, and the context diagram can help with that too. You know, we can Perfect. draw a context and help them focus in on, within the context, we're focusing on this one topic in this diagram, right? Perfect. Yes. Perfect. And what other technique or tip you could give us to, to deal with our stakeholders as a business analyst or doing business analysis job? Okay, Fabricio, I know we're running a little bit up on time here, so I'm going to have one here for you just real quick, but it's real effective and every business analyst can benefit from this. And that's really a simple thing. It's breathing, okay? 
our research in the laboratory is showing us that most people, and I believe business analysts probably experience this more than other people because we as business analysts tend to focus in on things more than the general public does. Well, when people tend to focus in on something or if people have anxiety or they're not unsure about something or they're uncomfortable or there's a whole different bunch of reasons why they quit breathing. They quit breathing correctly, okay? They stop breathing. People, we're seeing in the laboratory that people, especially when they try to focus in on something or they're not comfortable, they stop breathing for extended periods of time, like 30 or 40 seconds at a time. Well, when you do that, it shuts down the ability of your mind to work well, okay? So I've noticed this about myself. When I focus in on like a big process diagram and I'm really concentrated on that and I'm like, okay, is this, is this really where this decision tree goes or is this within context of what we're talking about? I'll stop breathing because I'm just so focused in on it and I catch myself not breathing. We have found in the laboratory that, that by and large, most everybody does not breathe correctly. So remember, stop, close your eyes, take a deep breath in, a deep breath out, do that two or three times, refocus yourself, get your mindset back focused on what you need to think about and help your stakeholders that you're working with do the same thing. And you can look on Google Fabricio for different breathing techniques. You can find a whole bunch of them. There's a lot of them on there, but, but be aware of your breathing and, and remember to breathe. I know that sounds really simple, Fabricio. <laughs> I know that really sounds it sounds simple, but remember to breathe and breathe right. Yes, and I believe you because the interesting thing, you're not just giving me some hints that you invented. You're bringing stuff from the lab. So yes, exactly. uh, it's a real data, uh, data about that, talking about that, measuring this on people. And, and, and that's, that's interesting. Real simple and a real good tip. Thank you wow. very much, friends. Friends. Yeah, and to go along to go along with that, Fabricio, just real quick, get the right amount of sleep every night too. A lot of people take their cell phone to bed with them or their television in the bedroom and they're watching television, doing a cell phone. We have learned, and, and I could go into a long discussion about the science behind this, but we have learned that when people get a good night's rest, their mindset improves. Okay. That's great. I know you were writing a book. Uh, where you you talk about the, the 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 mindset, the neuroscience for business analysts to 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 be excellent business analysts. What is this book about, and when people are going to have it? Yes, Fabricio, the book is going to be out sometime between now and April, probably in March. Okay, it will be available on Amazon. The name of the book is Business Analysis for Excellence. Okay, excellence is a moving target, Fabricio, as I know you already know, and the business analyst recognizes that excellence is a moving target and that mindset's also a moving target that has to do with the excellence. And this book is going to be chock full of different techniques and ways that business analysts can capture excellence in their job. And we can help our society become excellent as a business, as a professional business analyst. Great. Trent, to end this, this session, if someone wants to talk with you about neuroscience, about business analysis, how can they reach you? Oh, sure. I'm not on LinkedIn, Fabricio, for a variety of reasons that we can talk about later. 
number one is I just don't have time to work with my LinkedIn all the time. <laughs> but but anyway, they can reach me on my email address, T underscore Leopold at peoplepc.com. Anytime I'll be happy to respond to anybody's email. Right. And I will left this email also written on the description of this video if someone just want to click it. Frank, okay. thank you very much for coming. It was a pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Fabricio. It's a privilege always, sir, to work with you and to speak with you and to discuss ways that we can make the profession better. And I appreciate the opportunity to, to be with you all the way from Texas today, thanks to technology. <laughs> <laughs>